0: Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM. 1290 in News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell.
1: Hey, everybody. Flyer fans, how you doing? Welcome into Flanagan's Pub for Flyer Feedback. Merry Christmas, everybody. John Bedell, former Flyer Brooks Hall, and you here for Flyer Feedback as Dayton's a winner tonight by 12, 81 over the Presbyterian Blue Hose. Dayton gets to 7-5 on the year. And we're here recapping this one with you. You can tweet me. You can jump in my mentions, at jbedellwhio. I may read your tweet on the air. You can call us up at 457-1290, or you can come join us here at Flanagan's Pub, the best bar in town, and join us live at the Bud Light Mike. So Santa's here. He's a Dayton fan. I knew it. Merry Christmas. Tomorrow's Festivus. We will celebrate a day early because we're on the air tonight. So if you want to air your grievances, most of you do every time we're on the air anyways, feel free to do so. I got a lot of problems with you people tweet recruits don't tweet recruits just don't all right hashtag the more you know uh brooks your take on this uh 12 point date win against presbyterian coming in here at yeah, 500 before tonight
2: yeah man tell, tell the two halves i mean it, it's it, it, the jump up on the 30 because they're probably 30 points better than them and and so a lot of times it's a mental letdown that happens all the time when you know you're better than a team and you know you can afford to make mistakes and you know you can beat a team not even giving your best effort. It's hard to challenge yourself to, to give constant effort, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, they gave up 17 offensive rebounds in that second half. You lose by 16. This is a team that out-rebounded Auburn badly by double digits at Auburn, and, yep. and you lose the rebounding war to a, an outmanned Presbyterian team. So, yeah, you're, you're happy with the win. There's a lot of good to take from this, but – but watching film will not be fun with, with Coach Grant.
1: No, and you can tell he uh, he almost wants to with the Christmas break for these guys coming up here now that the rest, you know, obviously the undergrads have been gone for a few days, about a week. But uh, I think Anthony just want to kind of wants to forget about this one for a few days before he dives in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Larry yeah. asked him what he thought, and first thing out of his mouth was Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, yeah, yeah.
2: He, he, he's not happy. No. He, he's not happy about and the you way And
1: you could tell by his non absolutely,
2: absolutely, yeah. yeah. He's going to light into him, but, uh <laughs> But he needs to, though, because, yeah, as fans, that's not a huge deal. I mean, it's, right. the, we we're up 30. You, 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 you let you let down, but but there were some a lot of positives. As a, as coaches, yeah, they're they're not happy. You lost by 16 in the second half to a to a Presbyterian team who, you know, you, you know you're 30 points better than
1: six and six and half of those wins for the Presbyterian Blue Hose are against non D1 teams. Right. Quick break. John Bedell, former Flyer Brooks Hall, and you here for Flyer feedback? Is Dayton's winner 81-69? Flyer feedback continues. Live from Flanagan's Pub on the other side of this break right here on the Home of the Flyers.
3: This is Flyer Feedback on AM
0: 1290 and News 95.7
3: WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. Catholic Social Services of the Miami Valley strengthens individuals and families in need through acts of faith, service, and charity. We're talking with Laura Resch, CEO of Catholic Social Services Miami Valley. Catholic Social Services, Laura, serves a, a really large region, serving 10 counties in all. I would imagine you see a a lot of variety in your work. What, What kind of challenges does that present?
4: Yes, and each community has unique challenges which change over time and also incredible assets that we can build upon as well. Our mission, though, is timeless, and our mission never changes, and it's rooted in the gospel call to love and care and serve neighbors in need, And how we do that may change, but the mission itself is perfect, and it never changes.
3: So, Laura, how can people help?
4: We would invite uh, all your listeners, Larry, to visit www.cssmv.org, make a gift of financial support, or join our team of 350 dedicated, awesome volunteers who help bring our mission to life every day.
0: Hello, it is I, Thine King. Today, I speaketh on behalf of Bud Light and the most sacred of traditions, the tailgate.
4: In my days as
0: a collegiate liege, I hosted the very first tailgate in Yon Woods. We didn't have coolers or sports. We were basically just in the woods. But we had Bud Light, so a tailgate it was. Anyway, I invite you to continue my legacy and enjoy Bud Light courtesy of me at your tailgate. Also courtesy of me. Dilly dilly. Enjoyed responsibly by Beer AB St. Louis, Missouri.
3: Premier Health is proud to be the official healthcare provider for UD Athletics. As the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools, we treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level.
5: A cool day. Temperatures in the mid to upper 30s. Broken clouds towards late afternoon and evening. Tonight dropping to 30 with clouds increasing by the morning. We'll see a very small chance for a passing shower on Sunday. Most of us get a decent amount of dry time with a high of 40. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 W-H-I-O. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 W-H-I-O.
1: Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub, the best Irish pub in the history of ever. Merry Christmas, everybody. Anthony Grant and his Dayton Flyers are winner this afternoon. 81-69 Eighty-one, sixty-nine over the Presbyterian Blue Hose. Dayton gets to 7-5 and five on the year at John Bedell. Brooks Hall, former Flyer, still great. And you, Flyers fans, here for Flyer Feedback. You can join us a couple ways on the show if you're with us here at Flanagan's like a lot of people are today this afternoon. Very festive atmosphere here. You can join us at the Bud Light mic. You can jump in my mentions at me on the tweeter machine, and I may read your tweet on the air. Shout out to Frank. Frank, I'm sorry, I'm talking too much for your liking. I apologize for so deeply disappointing you, mea culpa. My God, Frank, I hope you can forgive me. Uh, And Brooks, uh, your take on
2: this uh, Dayton win? It's a good win. I mean, any win at this point is a good win. And you want to get, I heard somebody say on TV, um, you know, it's not not the win, it's how you win at this point. You know, you want to be winning um, in a solid fashion low turnovers and, and, and so there's some things we definitely need to, to critique going into conference play. I know we have one more non-conference game but the offensive rebounds and we ha- we have to make shots. That's what I'm a little concerned about. We're, we're not a very good shooting team right now. We shoot it at 32 percent from three. We're athletic and a lot of dunks and, and high l- level of energy but you got to make shots. So you know hopefully
1: we can get hot moving into conference play but man this team is, is fun to watch. The third way you can join us, uh, mentioned or I forgot to mention just a second ago, was you can call us up at 457-1290. And we will also go to the Bud Light mic for the first time this afternoon. Leslie from Ideal Travel. Hi, Leslie.
4: Hi there, guys. Um, maybe not the kind of win we wanted to see, but a win's a win. And uh, before you know it, well, of course, we have one more game in non-conference, and we start conference play in early January. Uh, I'm here to release the Atlantic 10 tournament trip today on the microphone. We have a fantastic package to Brooklyn. Round trip air from Dayton nonstop. You've got four nights hotel accommodations. You have a choice between staying in Brooklyn or in Manhattan. All session game tickets and airport transfers. Prices starting at eleven seventy-five plus tax per person based on double occupancy. I will be out of the office right at the Christmas season, but if you call 223-7447 and leave a voicemail for me, I promise return call on the 27th of December to you. Or if you just want to send a little email my way, I will be returning emails over the holiday. That I Excuse me, that email address, the easy one is FlyerFans. There's lots of us, so plural, FlyerFans at sbcglobal.net, and we would still love to get you on board for the Duquesne trip as well. Merry Christmas, everybody, and go Flyers.
1: Thank you, Leslie. Merry Christmas. And... Go Flyers, go America. Hat tip, as always, Adam. Hey, tomorrow's Festivus, Brooks, so we're going to air some grievances. I got one. What, all what's right. It? What is it? We'll have Pizza Strength. Bucky Bachorn will come here later and shotgun a Bud Light. Uh, you people at the arena who walk around the aisle constantly during gameplay, you need to get all the way the hell off of my no. lawn. <laughs> Sit down and watch the game while it's going get on. you. Thank you. I got I got hashtag 300 level problems sometimes. Right. My goodness, what are you paying a ticket for? Sit and watch the game. Man, good. You feel better? I do.
6: Good, it does. Good, See,
1: man. it's refreshing. Yeah. Happy Festivus. Tom with the Bud Light, Mike. What do you got, Tom? G-
6: gentlemen, I, I thought it was uh, uh, one of the one of the unique things today was that uh, 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 Nancy, uh, uh, the the pre pregame show, uh, young lady Nancy. Uh, she clarified the fact that uh, the team nickname referred to their socks. Tom,
1: don't get me in trouble here, bro. <laughs> okay. Where are okay. you going know. with this, man? <laughs> and,
6: and not depressed uh, women of the night. So that's Tom. all. That's all good. You, you you can't continue to play Jordan Crutcher 38 minutes. Uh, what, what do you guys think about that,
1: Brooks? I mean, it's a heavy minute. Yeah, load. You, it uh, is
2: i agree i agree and 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 john you and i were talking about it off the air and what we weren't talking about Jalen necessarily we were talking about you know frank frankie um but you're up 30 in the first half 20 most of the first half and and you're still running with your seven man rotation and, and there's probably a reason for that i don't i don't know the reason but this would have been a good opportunity to give frankie some minutes and rest some guys because it's a long grueling season um so like i said there was probably a reason he, he left him. Out. I, I don't know, but but I agree with you. Probably need to watch his, his legs. Cause you would hate for him to hit his wall towards the end of conference play, going into the to the tournament. Right. So I agree with
6: you. Yeah, you know, and, and you need your legs to shoot those three. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and defend uh, and run the. Yeah, team right, yeah. right. And so I mean, clearly today he was faster than anybody out there, and and, and just quicker overall, quicker. And, and uh, but you know, I just I just worry. I think Cohill's coming along. Uh, and, and doing a pretty good job and stuff like that. So, but right right now, we we have a shooting issues with Trey Landers, and uh, uh, also uh, Ryan cell and uh, uh, you know maybe maybe uh, Jordan Davis came out of it a little bit today.
2: Yeah, sometimes as a shooter, seeing a shot or two fall helps. I mean, he only finished two for seven, which isn't a great percentage, but he got a couple to fall, which is the most important thing for him because you just don't lose your shooting ability overnight. The kid is still a shooter. He's just he's in a slump, and, and it happens. Your, your best shooters go through it. Steph Curry, one of the best shooters of all time, went through a terrible slump where he was two for 40 at one point or something from, from three for a while. So it happens. You just have to keep shooting it. But what I love, his team and the coaches still encourage him. You know, it would be one thing if they, they, they didn't support him, but how excited they got when he made a shot tonight. I mean, that, that's what it takes to get you out of slumps. And it will happen.
1: Thanks, guys. I will say, Tom, thanks for addressing the elephant in the room to start because all I'll say is <laughs> well, I, I didn't think you we didn't could, want to touch I, 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 didn't, touch I didn't think we could say their nickname on the air, but I guess yeah. we can. So, thanks for clarifying that. Uh, a couple uh, – Let's. you know what? Right before break, let's go to the phones real quick because I want to get to two tweets about the Frankie question after the other okay. side of this break. Uh, Dave, you want to talk about defense in the first half? What's on your mind, Dave? I thought I won the best defense the effort to
7: add to a part – here. I looked up, I think, left in that first half and they only had 17 points. Uh, the other thing was twice uh, this, uh, that half they didn't get a shot off under the stop clock. My question to Brooke is if he continue to keep working on the defensive end, keep working hard on that, will that carry through last 10 and into Tournament and possibly it's
2: the big dance. How much effort on the in practice? No, that's a that's a great great question. And, and yet to answer your question, yes. If, if we can defend the way we defended the first half and, and at times throughout the season, um against Auburn, uh, we, we defended them well at times uh and against other teams. If we can play defense, the way that we're capable of playing it, it absolutely can carry us through conference play and, and we can absolutely win the a 10 tournament is still a bid for the big dance
1: well dave we thank you for the call here on flyer feedback we will uh get some more of your tweets after the break showy and aaron hang on i'll read your guys uh, questions about frankie's minutes on the other side dayton gets to 2-0 in the all-time series against the presbyterian blue hose with his 81 69 win this afternoon at UD arena john bedell former flyer Brooks Hall and you uh, with Flyer Feedback live from Flanagan's. It continues on the other side of this break right here on the Home of the Flyers.
0: This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now.
8: Depend on it. And I'm Dave Daniels our top story the partial government shutdown continues and it doesn't appear as though it's going to end anytime soon
5: I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirstie Zantini will we track showers before Christmas Day your forecast is coming up
8: Now WHIO triple team traffic looking good on your Miami Valley highways and byways this afternoon if you're westbound on Route 35 headed from 675 over to 75 that five mile drive will take you just about five minutes Our top story the senate and the house both back in session today the senate now adjourned trying to put an end to the partial government shutdown
0: 60 votes in the senate majority in the house and president trump's signature that's what's needed that's what will end this regrettable episode reopen the lapsed portions of the federal government and produce the investment in border security that our nation Really needs.
8: That's Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. As I mentioned, the Senate now adjourned, and many lawmakers already having gone home for the holidays, so there's not much hope for an agreement anytime soon. Well, if you're thinking that it seems like more people than ever are traveling for the holidays this year, you're right.
3: AAA estimates that 6.7 million people will travel by air this year. That's the highest in 15 years. Another 3.7 million will travel by trains, buses, or cruise ships. And the highways are going to be packed. More than 102 million are expected to hit the road at some point for the holidays.
8: Fox's Jeff Paul reporting. In Troy, firefighters having to resuscitate a dog with oxygen in the basement of a home on Lake Street Saturday morning. Crews dispatched to that home just after 2.30 to reports of heavy flames coming from the front. The cause of the fire is still under investigation, but crews tell us all the residents except for a cat were evacuated safely. The Montgomery County Prosecutor's Office and AAA are offering free cab rides to Montgomery County residents. Arrive Safe will last until Wednesday morning in an effort to help those in Montgomery County get home safely from holiday celebrations. Arrive Safe paid for almost 200 free rides during Thanksgiving and will operate for New Year's as well. WHIO's Jonah Adi. To request a ride, simply call 449-9999. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. A
5: cool day. Temperatures in the mid to upper 30s. Broken clouds towards late afternoon and evening. Tonight dropping to 30 with clouds increasing by the morning. We'll see a very small chance for a passing shower on Sunday. Most of us get a decent amount of dry time with a high of 40. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station AM 1290 and News 957
8: WHIO. The latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar. Cloudy skies in the miami valley at this hour it's 32 degrees in urbana 34 in xenia and 34 degrees in dayton at 433 i'm dave daniels whio continuing news as we all know life can bring about many challenges fortunately some you can expect and plan for by joining the mcafee comfort club we can find many problems before they happen and for the moment you're caught off guard our emergency priority service restores your comfort quickly. Any season, any time. McAfee.
4: At Kettering Health Network, our faith-based heritage is built on faith, love, and respect for all people. That is why we have made it our mission to care for you as a whole person, mind, body, and spirit. As the year draws to a close, We want to thank you for entrusting your care to us at Kettering Health Network. Whatever your plans this holiday season, we wish you hope, joy, and health. Happy holidays from Kettering Health Network.
0: Dayton is buzzing with excitement. With the new Levitt Pavilion, the Victoria Theater Art Annex, new craft breweries, and the completion of the newly renovated UD Arena, downtown is hopping. Code Credit Union is excited to support the UD Flyers and proud of our Dayton roots. Code has been serving the Miami Valley for over 78 years and is proud to be the downtown Dayton Credit Union. Code Credit Union, one good reason after another. Learn more about us at CodeCU.org.
4: Member NC.
1: UA.
0: You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457 1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. John Bedell, former Flyer, Brooks Hall, and you here for Flyer Feedback this afternoon as Dayton gets to 7 and 5 on the year with the 81. 69 win, a 12-point winner. They just notched over the Presbyterian Blue Hose over at the friendly confines of UD Arena. Dayton is halfway through a four-game homestand. They will, uh, the tail end of it, will, in fact, start A-10 play. Uh, They get one more non-conference tune-up. Tonight was the penultimate, ooh, big word, uh, non-conference game before they get Georgia Southern a week from tonight. And then, Brooks, so hard to believe that uh, we begin a 10 play in earnest here uh, before long at all. Yeah, go. I'm ready for
2: conference play. I
1: think uh, a lot I, of people we, are. Yeah, it's, it's
2: time to get to conference play. We Non-conference is about resume building, and, and once that, we missed some opportunities. Once that went out of the way, it's time to get to conference play. I think this team is going to surprise a lot of people. What did they pick, like, eighth? They'll eighth or sixth. Sixth? Okay. Yeah, they're better than the sixth. I and, and, think they're
1: no worse than fourth And this a 10 Come on.
2: I, and, I, and I, honestly, I, they're top three for me, so... Can't wait. Let's get it going.
1: So we talked about Frankie Policelli. His minutes came up. A lot of you want to know about that before the break. I want to read uh, two tweets. They're basically asking the same thing about Frankie's minutes, but I'll read both of them. Aaron wants, on Twitter, wants to know, Brooks, do you think we see any more Frankie Policelli this season, like as in some decent burner minutes, if not against Presbyterian, then against two? And Showy on Twitter says, why couldn't we find 10 minutes for Frankie today? When Coach Grant has proven to play him, when we get into tight spots, I envision many tight spots during 8-10 play when his number may have to be called. So,
2: Yeah, I, and, and I don't disagree with either of those, of those questions or, or takes. I, I think, especially with the the, the bodies, we, we go with a rotation of seven, and, and we're another injury, you know, God forbid we, it happens, but we're an injury or foul trouble away, serious foul trouble away from, from him having to get significant minutes. So... You, want, you would think that in times when you're up 20, I mean, we were up 20 in the first half, 25, most of the first half, a good part of it, that you can get him in a few minutes in each half to get him some experience. Um, I don't know what Coach Grant is thinking on, on why not. You know, that's, that's something somebody would have to ask him, but I do agree that it, you would, it would make sense to get him some minutes, some experience when you can, since his red shirt's out the window anyway. Right. I mean, you might as well get him some experience.
1: I did see, and I'm always like you, interested in getting into the mind of Anthony and or yeah. whoever's coaching him yeah. for their, their different decisions throughout the game and get in his head a little bit. Um, I did see one tweet at least from Anthony's post-game comments. After he goes to Larry, he does his full-blown media availability, and uh, he was asked uh, why Frankie didn't play tonight. His Anthony's response was just the way the game went. Uh, pretty short and sweet response from Anthony.
2: And what that tells me is he just does not see him in the rotation at all. Even coming out of his red shirt, that was an extreme emergency situation. Which where, we knew it was. And we, you know, we talked
1: about before before Matos went down. Yeah,
2: so just, the trust isn't there. I, I think Coach Grant is so, and, and the coaching staff, they're so particular about how they guard because defense is so important. And he struggles with the concepts of that right now. And, and that's just experience. So the question would be, do you do you get him experience in game time situation and understand there's going to be a lot of mistakes? Or do you try to just get him and his reps in practice, and you go with your seven? It looks like he's just going with this seven that's going to be playing the whole season, and <laughs> he's going to get his practice reps in.
1: And I hope I hope we do see him more because that's you know that's kind of the head scratcher for me why we aren't seeing him more because yeah. now that the red shirts burn, the way I look at it, Brooks, the tube is out of the toothpaste, and it isn't like they're swimming in depth this year, as we've talked about on this show. They got one more year before Brooks. They just have to eat it, defend or. Er, Depth-wise, they just Anthony and company just have to eat it. You got seven bodies, eight with Frankie, and uh, the cavalry sort of arrives next year with four, uh, three guys yeah. who are sitting out as transfers, yep. uh, Shimanga and Chapman and Watson on the bench, and with uh, Sissoko as a freshman coming in next year, you get finally for the first time since he's been here some depth. Uh, but to me, like I said, we we knew that when Frankie. Uh, was it was announced he was given the red shirt we knew that because of the injury situation and as we talked about kind of this fan base puckerville with waiting for you know a serious injuries for stuff to go sideways yeah. we knew that frankie raw as though he may be was the break glass in case of emergency sort of option to uh, oh holy you know what we need some bodies around here but we're also seeing and this is no slight against frankie but we're seeing brooks why grant and company chose to redshirt him in the first place he's young He's raw, but still, I I would like to see him play more because, like I said, the horse is out of the barn. There's no going back in the red shirt. Just play the kid.
2: Well, and, and and so it's it's experience versus production. Do you do you get him experience playing, and, and you you just you go with the mistakes and, and allow him to learn because they don't think he can give you any production right now. Right. So so it, it, he's choosing to go with his guys. Uh, and, and again, it's just heavy practice. That he, they're helping he learns in practice. And as you can see, it, it's not any different than what he's doing with Crutcher. We don't have a true backup point guard right now. You would think in, in blowouts or, or when, when given the opportunity, you would give guys more opportunity to get some reps at point. That doesn't happen. Crutcher plays point 99% of the game. You know, so that's just—it's a philosophy, Coach Grant. Staff—they have and, and they're sticking to it.
1: Well, and I'm sure, and that's as you mentioned—that experience versus production. That's the fine line that Anthony and his staff have to walk. Am I correct? And it's tough.
2: It's a tough, it's a tough line to walk. So do you, do you? So right now, they're still trying to build chemistry because I know this team has aspirations to to make the dance, and and they're going to make the dance with their, their core—that that strong seven-man rotation. So so, Coach Grant just seems comfortable giving them all of the reps while they build and try to get the maximum amount of chemistry they can get so they can run through the A-10 and run through the tournament. You know, you don't have time to babysit, if you will. You know, throwing in Frankie right now mixes that up. Now, I'm not saying I agree with that. I I do think you give him reps when you can. That's how I would do it. That's how a lot of people probably would do it, but that's not the philosophy they're using right now.
1: We talked about St. Louis earlier, and if you're just joining us, just into the Flyer Feedback newsroom. Light a candle for the Billikens at large hopes because they just got blowed out against Florida State on a neutral site. The number 11 Seminoles take down the Billikens. Brooks, 81-59. I don't think St. Louis' at large hopes are totally dead, but that is one death nail uh, for the Billikens. And this is now, this 8-10 is starting to trend even more so towards a one-bid league because unless St. Louis can rebound and uh, just rip off and just – Destroy everyone in the A10 and put everyone in the rearview mirror very quickly. This is a one-bit league. One,
2: well, you hate to see that though. Like no, it, I and it, I, I, I take no pleasure in no, that. Right? No, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, you, you hate to see that because, it, as much as we're, we're competitive in conference play, we need the, our conference to do well yes. in non-conference play. Yes. Because now going into conference play, the league is so down. You're going to have off nights. You're going to lose game. You're going to lose games you shouldn't. Yes. Now, how many? That's hopefully you control that. But you're going to drop a game or two that you shouldn't have dropped. Unfortunately, in the A10, when you do that, that is going to crush your RPI. Yes. it's going to hurt yep. your 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 bid, your resume that you're trying to build. So, that's but that's the story of the A10. And you want
1: the A10 profile to be strong, strong, and because a rising tide raises all ships. Right. And 13 of the 14 fan bases in this conference understand that won't say the 14th one, but it, it begins with V, and it rhymes with VCU. <laughs>
3: um,
1: but I take no pleasure in saying that the A-10 is down. Because yeah, yeah. you want to, as somebody selfishly who covers the A-10, it's more fun when it's when it's a better league. And it's good for Dayton, and it's good for all the members of the conference when the profiled league is elevated. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and how far we've fallen from the th- – now, I'm not expecting, what, was it five, six bids, like 13, 14 every year? Mm-hmm. But you'd like to see multiple bids, and unless something changes, we're – trending towards a one-bid league because st louis is the only one left brooks they, they somebody's got to separate themselves to be in the at-large conversation yeah. to have to not have to win it the auto bid in brooklyn to be I able agree. to
2: go i agree with you but the good thing is we're not we're not we kind of talked about this earlier dayton is not playing for a an at-large bid at this point no we, they are not we missed golden opportunities and it's, it's what's done is done so at this point the league being down on a personal level, oh, it's an
1: opportunity. It's an opportunity oh, for dates. Yes, we,
2: tremendous. Experience. We can run through the conference, yep. and and we know going into conference tournament, we have a great shot at, at getting through that. And you do really well in conference. You get a buy or two um, to open it up, and you got to win. You know, three. You got to win
1: three in as many. If they can get a buy three in as many days,
2: yeah, you'd have to win three games. Which this team, talent for talent,
1: I I, I like their chances against anybody in a ten this yep. year. St. Louis is a very talented bunch. I'm not trying to knock the Billikens. Right, I think right, right. they are one of if not the most talented teams in the conference. You got I think the top top of the league to me is going to be in some order St. Louis, Davidson, Dayton, uh, VCU, maybe St. Joe's. Those five kind of jockeying for position at the top. I know everybody was high on George Mason, but Brooks they've looked sort of meh. Nah. This year, they've lost some bye games. They're sitting right at five. I think they're like six and five. The Patriots are right around 500. Uh, Tuesday is Christmas, as first reported here. And LaSalle just got their first win of the year. They're like one and 10. Now they're restarting to rebuild too. But it is an opportunity that's the positive for this Dayton team. This is a tremendous opportunity for a team that I think, talent wise, looking at how they've played in the non conference. They should finish no worse than fourth in this A-10.
2: Yeah, but the problem is, the flip side of that is, and we keep going back and forth, but the flip side is the A-10's dangerous because you well, have yes. teams that are underachieving. You, you have teams that are decent, that are, are not playing well in the non-conference. UMass is a dangerous team. In, anytime you have to play UMass, they're LaSalle. capable. LaSalle is dangerous. At,
1: they're, not because they're talented, but the, plant, the landmines, right. the, the punishment for losing the down to the down teams in the league yeah. are more severe this year than they've ever been in a long long time. Yeah, and you that's mentioned the flip La- side of the coin.
2: And you mentioned LaSalle, I don't know if they I think you said they're winless or have won they're one They're one they're one and they, 10. They're one in 10, but they played Villanova close. You know, it's just the league is just St. Joe's. St. Joe's they're a 500 ball club, 500ish, but but as long as Martelli is coaching them, they're always going to have a chance. Right. Know, so it's just it's a very dangerous dangerous league. Of course, Dayton, um, we like where we're at. We, right. we think we're one of the better teams in the conference. But even going into conference play, anyone – not anyone. There's some terrible teams. But, right. but most people can, can beat you on, on any given night.
1: And in a lot of these arenas, you know, when you're going into places like Hawk Hill, which yeah, is a just yeah. historically a tough place to play, yep. or Olean, I mean, that's always a tough road a trip. Or you're going into some of these gyms like at LaSalle, where you got 500 people there watching a game game. in a pool hall the next, you know, floor down. Um, You know, it's tough to get up. Fordham, you're playing in front of 500, 1,000 people, if that. I mean, that's how much Rose Hill holds, let alone how many are actually there. Roadie on a down year. I mean, you know, there's tough environments. The Chaffetz Center, when St. Louis is good, that's a difficult road environment. But what I'm getting at is some of these smaller arenas, whether they're historically just difficult venues to go to, like Chaffetz or like Hawk Hill, it's tough to get up for games, Brooks, when you're playing in front of 500 people in a high school-sized yeah. gym, now when your home arena is like a smaller NBA venue.
2: No, you're right. But what, what what I love about this is last year the sky was falling. This team was a mess. The program was going downhill. Fire coach Grant, you know, he can't – he's not the right fit. You know, it, it, And now we're talking about Dayton being already one of the top few teams in the league with a, a – bunch of studs sitting out right now, by the way, and I've seen them in practice when, when a couple of those guys get eligible, next year's team, not to get ahead of ourselves, but but next year's team is going to be fun to watch. You know, so it, it just, things are, are, are looking up for Dayton. I know every, a lot of people, uh, everyone's not sold on Coach Grant. I, I like what he's doing, um, especially uh, compared to last year. So, you know, it just, it, it's fun to talk about, but, but imagine how people would feel if we can still bid this year.
1: Shout-out to my friend Adam on Twitter. We referenced him earlier. Uh, he reminded me, Brooks, I stand corrected. Now two wins in a row for the LaSalle Explorers. Oh, the mighty, two. they just won today. They won this oh, afternoon. Okay. They beat Towson 51-57 in overtime. So LaSalle is now 2-10. Uh, Congrats to the Explorers. Is Towson
2: even Division One still? Uh,
1: I think they are. <laughs> <I don't laughs> that know. did not that count. That's that's the state of uh, the LaSalle program where we're talking about, uh, hey, one more LaSalle, and that's called a winning streak. It has happened before. Uh, Back to the phones. Robert is in Huber Heights. Robert, what's on your mind this afternoon? Oh, you know what? Robert hung up. Robert, I'm sorry, but Merry Christmas. Sorry we couldn't get to your call. Uh, But we hope you call us back here on Flyer Feedback. And Brooks, Dayton winner, they get the seven and five. And the second-to-last tune-up before a 10 play, they get Georgia Southern. And then we'll start looking ahead to some of these teams like uh, LaSalle and Bond Adventures we mentioned. Dayton starts uh, a 10 play with the Richmond Spiders. Uh, You talk about firing coaches. There's a lot of people in Richmond who want uh, Chris Mooney's job uh, to be taken from him for Christmas. There is a lot of angry Richmond Spiders fans out there about uh, what's going on with that program. But that's not our problem. Uh, But Richmond's on the struggle bus a little bit. They'll play them uh, in a couple weeks at at 12 noon. They go, let's just start with the first four, Brooks. They go Richmond, GW, UMass, VCU to start 8-10 play. But tonight, Dayton winner this afternoon, 81-69, 12 points better than the Presbyterian Blue Hose as they – uh, look to wrap up conference play a week from tonight. John Bedell, former Flyer Brooks Hall, and you here for Flyer feedback. It continues live from Flanagan's Pub, the home stretch of it, on the other side, right here on the home of the Flyers.
0: This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, gardening advice
9: from Garden Talk's very own Mark Weber. It's mid to late December and the season to prepare your plants for winter is upon us. If you've got hydrangeas that bloom on second year wood, if you've got roses that are grafted or budded at the roots, it's the season to get them mulched. This process is fairly simple, but it's also very critical. And this is how you do it. First of all, you want to mix up about 50% soil with 50% wood chips, mix them up into a wheelbarrow, and then apply those to the hydrangeas or the roses and apply it at the base of the plant. Pile it up about 12 to 18 inches high, creating kind of a cone shape. And by doing so, this will provide the necessary insulation to protect the flower buds of the hydrangea and more so the stem tissue of the roses. If you do so, you'll protect these plants from the perils of winter and end up with much better blooms, color, for the seasons to come. This has been a Garden Talk Minute.
0: you get to work and get home for over three decades.
4: He gives traffic reports that
6: are helpful. He's been my favorite for many years. Great traffic reports and a person of trust and authority.
0: Dayton's most trusted traffic authority is Sergeant Mark Bowron. Hear him update traffic every six minutes during Miami Valley's morning news, where you can also get weather every six minutes from Dayton's most trusted meteorologist with in-depth weather information all morning.
6: I trust her weather reports. She always has weather reports that help me plan my day.
7: I love how energetic she is.
6: Knowledgeable. Excellent weather reporter. She's very informative. Count on Storm
0: Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zontini with a forecast you can depend on. Right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 W-H-I-O. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 W-H-I-O.
1: Hey, Flyer fans, for the last time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub, the best Irish pub in the history of ever. I'm John Bedell. My partner tonight is former Flyer Brooks Hall, and you're you here for Flyer Feedback. We thank you for joining us. Uh, here at Flanagan's or out there in Radio Land or on the tweeter machine. I uh, want to go back to the phones. going to go back to uh, Robert from Huber Heights. we got him back. Robert, welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind tonight?
7: Hey, thanks a lot, guys. You know, I realize we've got a young team here, but, you know, I I just watched this team sleep through victory in the second half again. And uh, it's like they, like they left everything they did in the first half in the locker room. And it's hard for me to... Fine, right, the coach just sit there instead of kicking butt. And he just sat there with a look on his face like, "What am I going to do?" You got any
1: comments on this? We thank you for the call, Robert. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Thank you for calling us up on Flyer Feedback here this afternoon, Brooks.
2: It, yeah, no, I I understand the frustration. It's hard to watch a team that you you jumped up thirty points on in the first half. You clearly outclassed them, and then to watch them. Pretty much dominate the second half and there was no real urgency from dayton um, I- i'll tell you this coach grant is not the cool calm, and collected guy you always see on the sideline he-, he he lays into them when needed he's a very intense guy and and, and they're taking on his personality so yeah he-, he kept it calm tonight he just had a, a glare on his face as larry said on, on the air but yeah but but yeah he- he's a pretty intense guy he, he doesn't accept uh, lack of effort they're going to hear about this in practice and it'll be addressed so, you, so this doesn't become a con, a consistent
1: theme, for sure. Back to the Bud Light, Mike. I knew it. I knew it. Santa is a Dayton Flyers fan. Jerry, you look good. I just tweeted a picture of you, brother.
7: Great. Yeah, well, uh, it, a win's a win, no matter how good it is. It's a win. Uh, hopefully, for Christmas, I can bring the Flyers a little bit of a killer instinct, so they keep the pedal to the metal when they're winning big. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's kind of you know. I don't know that we've ever really had a team that had that personality actually it's been a while since we had a team that really had that you know the killer instinct you know we have a tendency to let up when we're ahead and you know but you know it was a good win and uh, uh, I'm glad to see uh, Jordan had a great game tonight nice bounce back Uh, for him glad to see some when I saw that first three drop I go he's gonna have a good night so that was was pretty awesome so uh, Santa's wish for the Flyers is to bring him a lot of wins in the A10 season <laughs> and to uh, to have a great a great year. So, uh, Merry Christmas, to all the Flyer fans out there, and Merry Christmas, to you guys, and uh, hope you have a, uh, a happy holiday season. Thank you,
1: Jerry. Sam, to you Merry Absolutely. Christmas? Thanks, man. Uh, shouts to uh, shouts to Santa, right? That Santa for the work he does around the holidays. That's just uh, as my cross country coach in high school would say. That's that's good stuff that Jerry does in the community. Absolutely, uh, as Santa. It's, that's cool. It is. It is. Making a lot of kids' holidays.
2: You know, he makes a good point. A lot of people discuss that. That that word killer instinct gets thrown around a lot. And, and it's, it, it becomes cliche. Sometimes killer instinct is not the lack of killer instinct. We're playing high-level basketball. And and teams make runs. To, you know, it's – if you're up 10, a lot of people say, well, why can't – they should have pushed it to 20. That, that, it just isn't always that easy. You, you have teams that are – these are all Division One athletes, and so yeah. sometimes teams just make runs and stop you from from putting it away. You know, now some of it is lack of focus, you know, lack of intensity, but it's not all lack of killer instinct. You know, and I agree with what Jerry was saying there it is some of that, but I think some people put too much on that, and and they they don't take they don't give credit to the level of basketball that is being played. So Dayton is a lot better from top to bottom, roster-wise, it's Presbyterian and a lot of teams they play, but yes. but it's still a Division One team. These are guys that can play basketball, no matter who you're playing. So if you even let down a little bit, guys are capable at this level of making runs.
1: Well, and in particular, a team like Presbyterian, and uh, you know they're not world beaters. Brooks, they're 6-6 six six coming into tonight, and half their wins are against non-D1 opponents, but a team like the Blue Hose that can shoot the three ball like they can, right. that's going to also open them up for more ability, more opportunities for upsets, because a team that shoots as well from beyond the arc as they do, they're feisty and they're going to stick around if they get hot and they can make their shots, as sure. they're yeah. more than capable of doing.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's that's why you see upsets. You know, you may see the number one team in the country get upset. It wasn't for lack of killer instinct by them. It's just you, you, you let down. You, you have a mental letdown. You're not playing your best basketball or whatever, and, and you let teams get you or you, you let teams make a run. The top teams – basketball is a game of runs. It's happening no matter what little small – you know, four o runs, 6-0 runs. It, the team that can put together consistent runs, that's the team that normally wins. On flip side, the team that can stop teams from going on runs, those are your better teams. You know, so, I, again, yes, yeah, some of it is killer instinct for sure. Jerry made a great point, but, but some of it is just – it's just will, and, and you're playing good competition, guys that are good basketball players.
1: They've got a few days off now, Brooks. They don't play for a week. they got their Christmas break uh, to be home with their families and away from this team. Um, what was this time like for you as a player? What do you what do you kind of work on? This is obviously a time of decompression after yeah. a long semester in finals. That's no not fun for anybody. Uh, what was this like for you as a player, this stretch of Christmas break? That's a
2: good question, man. It's, it's actually mentally challenging because – At this level, is or any level, any any athlete, there's a there's a routine you get used to. You get used to, you know, you wake up, we have uh, practice, or you wake up, we have breakfast, and you go to class, and you know you're at two thirty, you're heading over to the to the gym or the arena to get taped, and then you get yeah, you just get then you have study tables. There's a routine. During this break, that routine is completely different. And for four weeks, and for four right, right, it's it's a completely different routine, Um, and, and so now it's. Can you stay focused? Can you can you stay locked in? A lot of people don't do well with change. You know, are you able to stay engaged? There's no, there, there's there's plenty of distraction. You got a lot of extra time on your hands. You know, now family wants to see it. Just there's so, Fortnite to be played. Yeah, for, <laughs> <laughs> Shot which fired. Is, just, you, just, you leave it alone. See, don't go there. But <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, my point is, that, man, it's, it's it seems like. It would be awesome,
1: you know. You got a break; you can finally. Right. Which is the way I look at it. <laughs> right. a guy who did not play yeah. at the D one. You might might surprise to yeah. learn that I did not play D one. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, did I not didn't know that. I for uh, Anthony, I got four years of eligibility right. left at UD. Right. So, uh, but that does surprise me. And I, I, I understand as, and I know it's not the same level, but I played team sports at the varsity yeah. level in high school. You get into that routine, and that is key. So I'd imagine that would you know, hearing you describe it now, I understand. Oh, that would be difficult. Yeah, yeah. And you're getting into that different routine for long enough for a month stretch now, Brooksworth when school comes back around you've got to readjust back again. to the old yeah, schedule.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's so, you yeah. know, it's small it's things it's game behind the game. People don't see all that stuff. But so you're constantly mentally challenged, um, and, and you're better teamed than you're better athletes. Yeah.
1: They adjust, and they stay focused and keep it rolling. That kind of insight's why people tune into Flyer Feedback. Thanks, Brooks. <laughs> hey, shouts to producer Griff. He kept us on the air this afternoon. That's going to do it for us Dayton fans. Dayton winner, one more time, eighty-one sixty-nine. the second-to-last conference game of the year. Georgia Southern comes to call in a week from today on December 29th. So that's our next game. We'll see you on the air next Saturday, Flyers fans. Until then, from my partner Brooks Hall, I'm John Bedell saying, Happy Festivus, Merry Christmas, Flyers fans, and go Flyers.